Welcome to another episode of Whiskey and Mash. to this week's episode of Whiskey and Mash. I am Chris Pullman. And I am Gloria Ackerman. She's back, ladies and gentlemen. She made it back from France. Woohoo! <laughs> um, we are recording in the living room again this week, so you might hear the clock. Uh, we're recording out here because Ryan is asleep, so... Shh. Don't speak too loudly while listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> you might also hear Laura. She's around. She's not going to say hi, look, because she doesn't want to be on the podcast when she's not co-hosting. But she did her. wave. She so, did wave. So hi. just watch, watch for her. Everybody wave back, because, you know, <laughs> this is an audio podcast, and so, you know. Um, this week, we are watching my least favorite episode. I'm sorry, I shouldn't taint your uh, viewpoint on this. Season 6, episode 7, In Love and War. Season 6, episode romance. 8, Change Day. In love and war is a romance, I think. So you you take this one; it's yeah, all it's, yours. It's, it begins in triage. And there's lot a lot of patience, and Colonel Potter sees a car pull up with a woman and a child, and the woman is very nicely dressed, and mm-hmm. tells um, Hawkeye he needs to go with her. And Hawkeye thought he was much more important and needed to stay where he's needed with all the casualties, mm-hmm. but went with her. Very upset because he's yeah. thinking that the rich and elite are getting preference over the soldiers which yeah. he didn't believe in which, uh, you know again to just to emphasize something you said it was a car it was a car it so wasn't a jeep it, it, it was, was a, a car, car a, a very nice 1950s car i'm assuming 1950s car i yeah so or shaking her head he yeah so hawkeye was not a happy camper. He no. did not want to go with her. No. He thought that Colonel Potter was giving her preference. And um, gets to her place and finds out that she gave up, pretty much gave up her life because she was in love with someone from France at one time. And now all the men in the village were are have been, I'm thinking, either pulled off to war or killed. Mm-hmm. Um, all that was left are the very elderly and the very young, and she takes care of them. She walks a mile to get water. Mm-hmm. She um, feeds them whatever she can. She grows vegetables, and the car and her phonograph are all she had left of her of her past life. So, it wasn't the situation Hawkeye thought. You'll we'll talk more about what happens, but mm-hmm. he comes very close with her. That's the A A game. A yeah, the A, a storyline. Story. And the B storyline is they have a new nurse and she comes into the OR talking about her um, last night at her place and how she in was Tokyo. with in Tokyo, how she was with a colonel named Donald. <laughs> and Margaret overheard and wanted to make sure it wasn't her Donald. So she kept questioning her, and another nurse kind of pulled her aside, and she said, we're done talking about it for now. Um, So it's about who it is that um, this new nurse was with. So that's the B story. Yep. Um, So what do you got? (laughs) (laughs) I know. This is not your favorite episode. It is not. Like I said, um, I would have been much more pleased with this episode if they had flipped 
the B and the A storyline made the Margaret one more important. Just because I think part of it is for me that this whole deal with Hawkeye, it's kind of just jammed in there like a wedge. It doesn't affect him for the rest of the series, but it's a big deal here. Um, it feels like a lot more time spent. And he goes to the village a lot, which yeah. is out of character. But for two weeks, you know, right. it's just, it's very uncharacteristic of Hawkeye. On the other side, Margaret, this is something that starts to lead into a lot of other things. So Be it's important. So it's important, you know, between Donald and Margaret. Um, so if you haven't figured it out yet, it was Donald that this nurse was yeah, with. Yeah. Um. <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss how we come to find that out. But, you know, I'm I'm sorry. I, I usually like Ellen Alda written and directed episodes. This was not a good episode in my opinion because we get this thing in this episode that really has no impact on the rest of of the show and I mean, it, it is a romance it's interesting to see a softer side of Hawkeye and we do see that every once in a while you know we saw that with um I think she was nurse Baker with the whole ring on her finger to cut down on wrestling matches we saw that with <laughs> nurse um what's her name that Hawkeye was living with while he was and in the residency away, right. you know we saw it with her I think Hawkeye has this deep passion mm -hmm. to be to have like what BJ has, the, yeah. the love, but his his love, just like the the woman he lived with said, is mm -hmm. his work. It is, and he's not willing to give to get. Yeah, his part like mm -hmm. his love will always be his work. I think you're absolutely right, and it's unfortunate, but I I think that's part of what. Um, really didn't jive with me in this episode is like Hawkeye is giving her all his attention for two weeks and they seem to grow very close but he was even in surgery and wanted to leave yeah but didn't he, he didn't no and it was her so one of the first things he goes out to her place which is this large estate I mean they her, called it an estate but yeah it was well it was bombed out and everything but I mean right. her family and it would make sense because the entire country was swept by war at one point. I mean, literally down to the Inchon, uh, the Pusan perimeter. So the whole area got swept over once from north to south and then from south to north. So it would have gotten hit twice. It would have happened. Um, but it was her mother's place. So this woman was from a wealthy family. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to see if there's an actual name here. Um, her name? Kyung Soon. Yeah. Yeah, Kyung Soon. So Kyung Soon, um, her she came from a wealthy family. That's you know she studied in in France. France as a child. So from Hawkeye, um, he came out to help treat her mother who was suffering from pneumonia. Hawkeye gave Kyung Soon's mother some medicine, and uh, and she's a strong-willed Korean mother, mm -hmm. and. Um, but Kyung Soon asked Hawkeye, do you speak any French? Yes. Uh, oh. Just a little bit. Why? Do you need something translated? No. I studied in France when I was very young. And I would just like to hear it again. From uh, a man, I'm thinking she's saying. Yeah. Um, 
because she said, you know, she used to... There was a man in France. I, I think it was a Korean... Oh, it was a Korean? Uh, yeah, in the okay. village, who was a doctor, and she mm-hmm. would talk with him and go over poetry and, I think, philosophy additionally. And So she knew a lot. She was very well educated. Yeah. One part I did like about this episode... Again, we know that Alan Alda actually spent time in France, that he's, like, fluent in oh. French. He, this is in his book. You know, he's fluent in French. So, in this episode, which, okay, he also... Hawkeye, the character, also uses French quite a bit, just oh. flippantly. But all of a sudden here, he is saying to her, I don't know much French, and he says something... Wrong. Incorrect. That would be a basic thing. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but even... Poulet. Yeah, uh, you, je suis poulet. Yeah, you picked it up, and it... <laughs> it means I am a mean, chicken. Yeah, what did you mean to say? <laughs> that that I am that, I am pulled toward this, this poet. poetry. Yeah. You what said, did I really say? You said you are a chicken. chicken. <laughs> and that's, yeah, and that's what... I mean, you haven't been studying French that long. No. And you picked it up. Exactly. So somebody like Hawkeye who quotes French all the time... Would have and, known chicken. That's one of the first things you know, you learn. Know. So, I mean, that's... But, um, anyway, there is this instant connection between these two. Because Hawkeye sees... he He's... Well, first he was angry at her, and when he yeah. saw what she did, I think it grew fast. Yeah, because he saw how much... She, she gave up everything to take care of the young children and elderly. Yeah, absolutely everything. You know, walking a mile to get water. How can you do that? That is where the water is. Yeah. Just as simple as that, you know? You go with what you need. And something else we learn about Hawkeye in this episode, it, it was that practicality about Kim Soon that he loved. You know, that we have chickens for eggs and we go cabbage in the garden and we get by. Right. And that, just that simple. It was taking care of people as much as she could. Um, just, I, I love so many things about the story, but I don't like the story. story. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, he takes her out on a date. And it was very hard for her to accept because she didn't want to fall for him. She knew that this was not her permanent situation. She yeah. knew that she would have to move on in life. Mm-hmm. And she said, kind of no at first, but yeah. no, you know she wanted to go. Yeah. So they went off. They each brought food. and they. <laughs> I hope you like dried fish and kimchi. <laughs> I hope you like pork and beans. <laughs> So, well, okay, oh. fake food, no. Yeah, which I I do like. Hawkeye's trying to raid Charles' stash of canned food that his family sends him. And, you know, what was it? Ca- Boar goulash? Was it capers that they wanted, though? He was looking at artichoke hearts artichoke in a jar. Hearts. And, you know, Charles says, all right, here you go. Ugh. Boar goulash? Yes. <laughs> The can looks a little bit distended. You might want to have her taste it first. I thought that was funny. You might have her taste it first. Oh, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But back at MASH, we get this new nurse coming in. Gleason. Nurse Gleason. Yeah. And she's working with Bigelow, which, by the way, it's credited as Bigelow. I love that they have Bigelow. You know, again, we're... After we get past, like, season three, season four, we're starting to see returners 
actually be returners, which I... And they get to keep their names. <laughs> yes! You know, it's not just a rotating, okay, this week, Nurse Kelly is Nurse, Nurse Abel, Ke you know? Well, no. Nurse Kelly pretty much is Nurse Kelly now. Don't she, you think? yes, I think yes, she just like Bigelow is Bigelow, Bigelow now. now. But, right. you know... But there's we, still a hundred Abels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they still rotate those in and out. But I think they're making more of an effort, which I appreciate. But anyway, um, Nurse Gleason comes in in her dress uh, dress uniform. Because she's just getting there. I mean, yeah. she came off the jeep and came to find Margaret. Yep, and they're in the middle of triage and all that. So uh, Bigelow has her take off her coat, put on a smock, basically, and... And get right to work. And, but, they were dressing a leg, I believe, or something. But then they start talking about... She's like, oh yeah, and I'm in rough shape because last night we had our goodbye party and we had... And then I was with this creep. Oh my gosh. Colonel Donald. And... Yeah. Yeah, and Margaret was in the background listening. So she came running over. Uh, <laughs> Colonel Donald what? What was his last name? Well, I never caught his... I never caught his <laughs> last name. I don't really know. Well, tell me about, well, they immediately stopped because it was getting a little... Oh, you, you could feel the tension rising very quickly Because Margaret. Margaret had a definite doubt in her mind. She suspected. She suspected who but, it was. Yeah, I love how Margaret goes out and Nurse Bigelow says, oh, it'll be fine. Just stay away from her food for a few days. By the way, you're having lunch at my table. Well, it was, you're at my <laughs> table at my for table. surgery. Oh, for surgery. I thought... Yes. No, that was dinner. for surgery. Oh, okay. That's why Bigelow then said to Gleason, and watch out for scalpels. Okay. That's why. That's why. That makes more sense now. Yeah. That's I thought when what... she was saying dinner table. Ooh. You know me, I'm thinking food all the time. Yeah. No, it was <laughs> surgery. You're at my table in surgery. Watch well, out for scalpels. Poor Gleason's in the shower. Oh, God. And Margaret comes in with... The 50 questions, you yeah. know, tell me about it. And she's like, I can't tell you. There's not. And then they kind of came to an agreement that it wasn't him until Gleason started telling about the creepy things he did, like licking her fingernails. Love to lick her fingernails. How weird is that? And you just, Margaret becomes mute at that point. Staring forward until she explodes. <laughs> It was him! It was him! And she's throwing the towels and the poor and, nurse Gleason's, you know, naked in the shower. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and being assaulted by throwing, thrown towels and... See, this is again why I think that should have been the A storyline. Especially with what happens at the very end, which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, you know... And next... And, and future episodes. And future episodes. But, you know, Margaret... It's like, okay, Donald isn't really being faithful. faithful. Right. So it just... And it's the first time she actually finds that out. For yeah. Real. Yeah. And she knows. Because apparently, Donald likes to lick fingernails. fingernails. <laughs> um, um. Sure. Whatever floats your boat, Mr. Penobscot. Um, back at the Colonel. estate. <laughs> Not Mr. It's the same thing. Oh, okay. Um, back at the estate, yeah, Hawkeye was in surgery. Um, they Kim Soon calls for him because they think that her mother is dying and 
He can't go. He's in surgery. He's Although you could see the look he wanted to go. Yeah. And I think that's the first time I saw him put someone else ahead of medicine or a, mm, that where he wanted to leave what he was doing and go. Yeah. And he did go as soon but, as possible. In fact, he didn't mm-hmm. even change from his scrubs. No, he didn't. Which he had full scrubs on. Yeah, you know his bloody surgical gown was still on so i'm guessing yeah he finished that patient and ran and you know he told Klinger to have a jeep waiting for him and there mm-hmm. was because obviously he went right away and it's a very powerful scene where we see hawkeye pull up and kinsun is it's just in tears you know at first we don't see her face she's leaning up against the door frame but he knows and she turns around and there are tears just bun, you know, just more than one. It's tears just running down her face, which is a great acting job by her. Um, and you know, he just said, "I came as soon as I could." I know, and it just it does hit you, right? And the fact that then she tells him soon after that she'll be leaving. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Why would you leave? How can I stay? In a yeah. few years, the boys would become thieves, and the girls." What would happen to the girls? And then the the worst come, came to my mind, yeah, of course. No, absolutely. And that's what would happen because there isn't a life for anyone there. You know, at, there isn't. At best, maybe they would become a moose. Right. At what? worst, a prostitute. It, this is not a good situation. They're living in Wijambu near the front lines. So... And anyone could be dead at any moment yeah. also because you don't know where the war is going to move when you're that close. Yeah. So she needed to take what she could. She sold her car. She sold her photograph, which I thought was so romantic that um, Hawkeye got back for her. Yeah. <laughs> and bought oxen because oxen don't need gas and cars do and loaded everything on the oxen. And Where will you go? You will go south. There is a missionary school there. At the, least the girls... Can get an education. Right. So, you know, she's thinking of others. How can Mm -hmm. I better their lives so they're not stuck like this? Yeah. And I think another thing that bothered me about this episode was kind of how they said goodbye. We will write, we'll write every day. Of course we will. Not not just once or twice, but we'll keep writing. Yes. Long letters. Yes. We'll never see each other again. And then they both looked at each other, and they knew it. You're yeah. not going to continue to write. You're going to. But again, it for Hawkeye to admit that seems defeatist. Oh. And he never gives up. You would think he would have, though, as as he felt so deeply in love with. But you know, to just give up right then and there. there. You know. We're going to say this, but we're not really going to do it. I'll he, never see you again. Yeah. Because he will give up when there is no hope. We've seen this in surgery. But when there is hope, he keeps going as much as As he can. can. But to just give up on the spot is not Hawkeye, in my opinion. So there's a lot of not Hawkeye going on in this episode. And he wrote the episode. And he wrote the episode. (laughs) Come on, dude. Um, But yeah, you know, they say goodbye. And off she goes with her oxen. Yeah. And... To me, we see some of the most meaningful character development in the last minute and a half of this episode, and it's the post credit scene where 
Hawkeye and Margaret. Well, first Hawkeye well, and BJ were talking. Yeah. And B- BJ and you know kind of oh, talking yeah. it out. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm um, sorry. Winchester walks in with no. Oh yeah. <laughs> no care about the conversation oh. or where anyone's been. So Hawkeye, I can't understand why he did this. Oh, I know exactly why. Why? He took his stake and dumped it out and said, it's a floor mat now or a doormat. It's a Korean doormat. Well, Winchester was making steak on a hot plate in the tent. And said he didn't want the Korean food. But I Yeah, because it. it's only fit for four-legged animals. Kyung Soon oh. is Korean and eats Korean food. Okay, I didn't catch that. So Hawkeye took, took that, that as... Took offense to that. Took a lot of offense to that, as he should have. And but so yeah, he I didn't took, think of it that yeah, way. Yeah, and so, so he took Charles' steak and threw it out in the dirt. And, and um, then Charles went to tattle. Yeah, oh yeah, it, it was... Colonel Potter! Well, at first he said something to the effect of Hawkeye, I will... You know, flatten you. Hawkeye starts getting up, and Charles just turns, <laughs> turns and around. goes. He's not going to fight. No. Yeah. Okay, now the Margaret. Yeah, because yeah, I so, thought it was a great ending. The post. Right? You know. Yeah. Um. It ends with just a very simple scene. It's everything stinks. Margaret. Yeah. The Mar- food stinks. The water stinks. The booze stinks. The personnel stink. Yeah. Why are you agreeing? You're one of the things that stinks. <laughs> and you know. They both have people in their lives that they have to make a decision about. So great. And, um, you know, Hawkeye says, so what are you going to do? And Margaret says, I'm going to, um, I can write down. Take um, him back. I'm going to take him back. And what are you going to do? I'm going to let her go. So it was just that, that. And that was it. And that was it. That was the ending. What are you going to do? I'm going to take him back. I'm going to let her go. Yeah. And Simple, so, but yet very complicated. Yeah. Because it would take a lot for me to just take him back. I'll tell you, I'm yeah. not the type that can do that. No. I, but just as hard for Hawkeye. I'm going to let her go. Yeah. Um, you know, we know, the, we know the timeline of Hawkeye getting to know Kyung soon. It was two, two weeks. weeks. BJ says that. It was two weeks. So he falls for her hard. But... I don't know if Hawkeye would have done that per se. I know that he's done that in the past. So it's yeah, possible. when he falls, he falls. He falls. So that's true. But, you know, this is, out of the entire series, this is my least favorite episode. So I'm biased against it from the start. I mean, you said it as soon as you saw it, you were like, yeah. oh, I don't like this one. Yeah. Where so I, I apologize to I think it's listening. a romance. It is out of character. Yeah. I, I have to say it's definitely out of character. It does not feel like a MASH episode, but I thought it was romantic. You know, I think that <laughs> if it had been a two-part episode, and it would have been a little bit better. If they, it was a little longer and they developed, developed. Right. You know, to to, to just be done. To help us buy into what's going on would have been better. But there wasn't a lot of buy-in for me as to okay. why this is happening so quickly and so hard. Right. You know, I would have liked to see a little more development. So that, I think that's my major beef with it. Anything else about this no, episode? No, no. I, I, it didn't stink for me. I kind of like this episode. So on, on a scale of uh, 1 to 10, what would you give this I episode? I would give it probably a 5. A 5? Yeah. Okay. 
See, for me, it's it's a one. <laughs> yeah, I I liked it. It isn't my favorite episode, but it's mm-hmm. not my least favorite either. Yeah, it it's my least favorite. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, guest cast, we have Q Chin as Kyung Soon. We have Susan Krebs as Nurse Gleason and Enid Kent coming back as Nurse Bigelow. It was written and directed by Alan Alda. I almost said Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Production code was Y112, and it first aired November 1st, 1977. Yeah, Alan Alda, come on on our little podcast here oh. and explain yourself. Tell us, <laughs> tell us why you did what you did just, and how you felt just, so quickly. Justify yourself. <laughs> I would die if you came on to the podcast. We can Skype. I would. You. You You say you're going to be on. We'll go to California. Oh my god! I would. I would just. You would get a little girl squeal out of me, and then I would pass out. That is exactly what would happen. I'll talk to you when he's passed out. Don't. (laughs) And then I would wake up and be like, "Ah!" and then I pass out again. Um, Next episode, uh, season six, episode eight change day two basic plots one uh their the army is changing script so they don't really use uh american money even though that's floating around during the war uh, they use military script and in order to try and uh shortcut the or cut off the counterfeiters and the black marketeers they change script every so often, and that's what's happening. And apparently quite a bit. Yeah, so they're changing blue script for red. And Charles sees this as an opportunity to make money off of the locals. Uh, on the other side of things, we have Klinger, who has <laughs> a new scheme to get out of the army, and to quote, I think it's Hawkeye, he's getting out of the military by joining the army. He called in a favor from his uncle Gus, who called in a favor from a congressman, to get Klinger a chance at going to West Point. So, we'll talk about both of those. There's a clock. There's a clock. It's noon. I'm hearing Ryan. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, those are the two basic plots. And I didn't take down a lot of notes about this. It moved, it was a really quick moving episode. It was quick moving, but... I liked how it started. You knew right away Klinger was up to something. He walked in in his dress uniform, <laughs> standing up straight, you know, doing the whole saluting thing that he yeah. doesn't usually do. No. You know, was on the ball. And <laughs> Colonel Potter was like, well, okay, what's up? Did I make fun of your outfit last week? I didn't mean to hurt you. Yeah. He actually looked up and said, you're out of uniform. I mean, <laughs> I mean you're, you're in, in uniform. uniform. <laughs> So, Klinger, uh, I only commented about your dress because I thought it was a little too tight. <laughs> That's all behind me, sir. Yeah, it certainly it was. It was. And so he knew he was up to something, but yeah. wasn't sure what yet at this point. Because Klinger's yeah. always up to something. Uh, not sure where Radar was. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a couple episodes. So, um, Klinger, Klinger seemed to be doing Radar's job already. Yeah. So it must be. But he was also guard. Yeah. Uh, well, Klinger is you know, a man of many hats, or yeah. dresses, or you know, gloves. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> gloves. <laughs> you know what you do is you put your hand on the paper, and then you trace your hand, and then you send it in so that they can send you the right size glove, and you really don't care, do you? <laughs> okay. Old anyway. episode. So, uh, 
so yeah, you know, we know something's up with Clear. Uh, Hawkeye and BJ, or Hawkeye ends up operating on an MP. Um, um, Boone. Boone. Yes. Which is odd, because Boone was somebody early on in the series, but this is Corporal Boone. He's an MP, and uh, his sergeant, Sergeant Maxwell, Sergeant Maxwell. His good buddy. His good buddy, Sergeant Maxwell, who's also an MP, comes to visit him. And Boone has $400 that he won in a crap game. And that's a lot of money for back then. Um, that he needs to get exchanged. So that'll come into play. Yeah, Boone promises he'll do that for him. Uh, right, Maxwell promises he'll do that oh, for, for Boone. Boone. Right. Yep. Um, Charles... And he trusts him enough to do it. They're yep. both MPs. They're good buddies. Mm-hmm. He, I would trust a good buddy. Yeah. Uh, Charles is getting a shirt from Mr. Kim. Was it a shirt or his suit coat? Oh, you're right. It was a suit coat. Fits nicely over the shoulders. And tukes. <laughs> and he's cute over the tootsie. <laughs> that was so adorable. $36. <laughs> Mr. Kim, I have a proposal. 29 or $34. <laughs> now, Mr. Kim, you can either help me in this venture, or I can give you a check that may take the rest of the war to clear. $30. <laughs> Mr. Kim, it's not about the money. It's about the chase. $29. <laughs> what he owed got smaller yeah. and smaller. Yeah. But and kept talking. Basically, Charles' whole plan, knowing that the script is going to be exchanged, he's going to buy up the old blue script from the villagers. Ten cents on the dollar. I thought that was terrible. Oh, it's highway robbery. Yeah. Oh. I get, you get 90% profit. 2% of that is for you, Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim, honest man. He cannot do this to his villagers. 5%. (laughs) I just, oh man. Yeah, so it was a pretty dirty thing that he was doing. Yeah. But he saw the opportunity and that's what he is. He's a money maker. He is. So. Now, um. I mean, that's still a lot better than selling kids (laughs) do mine work or something. Yeah. No. Um, so I, I, I don't think it's that bad. Now here's something I had heard about this episode. And tell me what you think after I say this. Um, I'd heard that it was originally written for Larry Linville's character. Oh. For Frank Burns. Does that feel more in character for it Frank Burns? It does feel more in character for Frank Burns. Because right? Frank Burns didn't... Where Winchester actually thinks of people. He does things... He does things to make money, but, yeah. does, but not by hurting others. Not by that much. Not a no. 90-10. Yeah. He might have done a, a, a the other way around where he would make the 10%. I don't know. I don't... I, But it when, when you hear that, it's like, no, it does kind of feel more... It does more feel more... Like a... Like a Frank thing to yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that, you know, that whatever it is, it's a Winchester episode because that's who we have now. Um, so Winchester strong arms Mr. Kim into doing this. So they, uh, on script exchange day, they go out, they buy up all the script from the village. But and before it's... they bought up all the script, just have to point out that Mr. Kim did run into <laughs> Hawkeye and BJ and told yeah. them the story. Yep. You need to know that. Yeah, <laughs> Winchester's unaware of this because um, what happens is on the way back... 
Remember the good buddy MP? Sergeant Maxwell is sitting there on the road. Sorry, Major. No cars passes point. No Jeeps. I have to get back to MASH. Well, oh. you better start running. It's over the hill. Uh, yeah. And he knows he can't make it in time unless he drives. Yeah, so, but, you know, well, then you better start running, Major. <laughs> so he does, because he's not going to miss out on 90% profit. Um, but the reason that Maxwell is there is he promised Hawkeye and BJ a favor because of how well they took care of Corporal Boone. And they call that in, except for the fact that Maxwell was going to exchange Boone's script. So, Hawkeye says, well, tell you what, we'll, we'll, we'll exchange favors. You do ours, and we'll do yours. And so they take Boone's $400, and they're going to exchange it. Well, in order to make the episode interesting, <laughs> there's a scuffle between Sergeant Zale... And I didn't and, catch the other guy's name. Uh, neither did I. And I Zale don't know. Zale had a fight. Yeah. I don't know Over that it's a double in or here. nothing payment. From some corporal. They're and he's going to go on leave. So he the, needed the money corporal. right away. Right. Yeah. And this fight breaks out between them. It goes out into the compound. And of course, because apparently there are senior officers on the base, Hawkeye, BJ, the colonel, run out, leaving the script on the table in the mess tent to break up the fight they broke up the fight came back in and guess what's missing boone's money boone's money um father mulcahy makes a very interesting appearance at that point he's in the episode before but he makes this impassioned speech quoting scripture just fire and brimstone right ye generation of vipers it's like dial it back (laughs) padre (laughs) But he was angry because the money was stolen, mm-hmm. and this guy accused um, Hawkeye kind of, of of taking it. I think you know he's oh. like, "I'll never see that money again. I'll mail it to you. I will." Yeah, I'll I've heard better before. from higher ranking officers than you. Right. So he did not trust Hawkeye. You know, yeah. he he trusted his buddy. He did not trust Hawkeye. And why would you? Yeah. You know, it's four hundred dollars. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. So. Hawkeye has a small little plan, yeah. of course. As Now, this is a MASH episode. <laughs> yeah. it's Now, this is classic MASH. I love how it turns out. Um, Hawkeye exchanges $45 in old script for new script. Klinger, who's trying to get into West Point. We might as well do this in order oh, yeah. since we have That's been. Right. He takes the entrance exam to West Point and fails. Horribly. Horribly. He didn't even spell his name correctly because he's like, Colonel Potter, help me. Help me at least get one right. <laughs> well, Klinger spelt with one G, not two. <laughs> Thank you. I was nervous. I, I do really like the uh, at the start of the test. Susie's mother sends her to the store to get nine cans of beans. She can only carry two back at a time. How many trips does Susie make to the store? <laughs> Such a basic question, but he... Who would only feed their children <laughs> beans? So he's not thinking of the question. He's a clinger. His mind goes somewhere else. <laughs> but um, he fails the entrance exam, so he's not going to get into the army. So then... He's in a midshipman uniform from the Navy, sitting at the checkpoint. <laughs> oh, and he did say, 
Navy's going to beat Army. I mean, this... or Army's going to beat Navy this year when he was going for West Point. And, then... and now he's in his Navy garb. Yeah. I think Navy has a wonderful chance of beating <laughs> Army this year, sir. But he stops Charles from getting in because no traffic in or out until the script exchange is done to stop profiteers like Charles. Right. And um, so he stops him. And... Uh, so BJ and Hawkeye walk up, take their $400 that he took from the people. Yeah, now, Winchester has this, like, two-foot-long bag of the old script, but all they take out is maybe four inches yep. of it. And, you know, for 10 cents on the dollar, that's $40. So they gave him $40, so he's not out anything. And I love Charles's reaction. This is highway robbery. It's like like what you just did to the villagers. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was is. exactly what he. But you know they get the script. They give Boone back his money. So Hawkeye's out forty dollars, but it's a lot better than Boone being out four hundred. And then um, Father Mulcahy, someone returned the money to him, so they had another four hundred dollars, and he thought it was his speech. So he was so kind of <laughs> proud of himself. He's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I did such a good job. I think I should talk." Each week on another commandment. And they're Do you like, think Father? thou shouldst? And he's like, no. Okay. Well, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. <laughs> yeah. So the um, they told him to give his money to the orphanage, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of liked Laura's idea. Hmm. She mentioned, why don't they oh, give wh- that money back to, <laughs> to the, the villagers? Yeah. Well, it. I think... At that point, the villagers were out a lot more than 400. Oh, yes. You know, oh, yeah, because they, again, they didn't do the whole bag. They just did the 400. It, just the 400. So it, it kind of, I don't know if it would have been a smack in the face. I, I'm sure that it would have been gratefully accepted. But, yeah, I think but, that yeah. the orphanage probably benefited more from that than the villagers would have. That makes a lot of sense. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. And, like, if they would have exchanged all the money, then, then they could have given it back to the villagers, but mm, they didn't. No. Which... Why didn't they? I understand that, too, because if they had just taken all of it, Charles really would have had a beef with them, because all of oh. a sudden they're getting even better than ten cents on the dollar. Right. But here it's just justice, kind of. Right, right. You know. Plus, Hawkeye probably didn't have enough to cover ten cents on the dollar oh, for, all. for all of it, <laughs> right? You know? But um, yeah, Charles gets his, Hawkeye gets his, Boone gets his, and so do the orphans, all and in different ways. The person returned the money and felt better about themselves. Yeah, yeah. two atonements. Yeah, so. yeah. Anything else about this episode for you? Um, I got Father's Rampage, the fight. No, got well. Just the clinger. What was the ending on this one? I can't I, remember it. The after. I'm not sure. I think it was Boone and Boone and Post Op actually. Oh, I think so too. And Father. Yeah, and Father coming back. in. I think that was it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not. It, it happened very fast. It was a very quick episode, but yeah. a, but a, a good one. Yeah. Good one after the last. Yeah. So um. Uh, fun facts, Richard Lee Sung makes an uncredited appearance here. Uh, Richard Lee Sung, you might remember him uh, as the Korean merchant who does the bust of Colonel Potter. Oh, I love that. He also comes in in a few other episodes. Uh, there's one where I think it's called OD, Hawkeye is Officer of the Day. 
and uh, you know again it's about money <laughs> well and yeah Hawkeye's paymaster a couple times but uh, Radar brings in a Mr. Kim and uh, Hawkeye's like looking at the ID that Kim hands him can you identify yourself this is, this is me. me. Yeah, that's the guy. This is me. <laughs> well, I, I will have to believe you there. Uh, Philip Ash is one of the few Korean actors who play Korean characters in MASH. Oh, look at that. He plays Mr. Kim in this episode. Soon Tech Oh and Johnny Yoon are also Korean, but the other Asian actors who play Koreans are usually Japanese or Chinese. Oh. Careful study of the storyline will show that justice is not fully served. Winchester loses a large sum of money. We don't know how much. Boone gets his money back. The orphanage gets $400 because the thief returns the stolen money in new script. But on the flip side, the Korean villagers have lost 90% of their money. Admittedly, they shouldn't be holding any script new or old. And they do have 10% of their former holdings now in hard U.S. currency. So... It's, so that might be worth a little more. Yeah, because, you know, there's an episode where a soldier tries to get, you know, what is it, like $3,000 back to his folks. And it was in U.S. bills. It wasn't in script. I think this is something, we'll, an episode in the future yet. His parents send it back because they know how he got it, and it wasn't very nice in very nice ways. But it was hard U.S. currency. It was green bills. And that's really powerful over there. Right. Yeah, uh, it's doubtful if Kim ever gets paid thirty six dollars for Winchester's suit. Oh, which speaking of, when Winchester gets Mister Kim into the jeep, what does Mister Kim say? You know, I'm looking at Laura. Oh, what? Keep my oh. shirt on. Keep. He says that to Winchester. It took me until today to understand. Why does he say keep my? shirt on it's not because he doesn't understand the idiom i think he's making a comment because winchester Never hasn't paid, paid for. for his shirt mr kim made the shirt winchester is wearing the shirt and it is still mr kim's shirt, shirt. So, uh, okay yeah and they also mentioned here you know hawkeye might have thought of taking winchester's entire bag and exchanging it but i think hawkeye would have felt dishonest at that point doing that <laughs> Right. In my opinion. And like you said, I don't think he had enough money to cover it. No. He already said, I have no money, to, no script to turn in. Mm. I lost it all in the poker game. Yeah. So he had nothing to turn in. Yeah. Somehow he scraped up $45. Oh, yeah. But Philip Ahn is Mr. Kim. Johnny Hamer is Sergeant Zemozale. Tom Denver is Corporal Boone. Glenn Ash as Sergeant Maxwell. Peter Riegert as Igor Straminsky. Really? That, they're saying that was Igor, whatever, and an uncredited appearance by Richard Lee Sung. This episode, production code was Y113. It was written by Lawrence Marks. Director was Don Wells, and the original air date was November 8th, 1977. And, you know, I would rate this one a lot higher than the previous episode. <laughs> but again, not to beat a dead horse, but I don't like the last episode <laughs> um course is dead we got it, it. yeah <laughs> done and done gotcha um good couple of episodes overall like well, a good episode for me i know you would say couple a good, good couple of episodes yeah 
And but be sure to turn tune in next week because we have some good ones coming up too. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, just as a note, looking ahead, in basically two weeks, uh, two weeks out and three weeks out, we're going to have a little bit of a mix-up in how we're doing uh, episodes just because... There's ep- one two-part one. And it would actually fall between weeks for us, so we're just... Gonna- We'll figure out we'll, how we're going to do We'll it. do those two together, and then two other ones will kind of fall out of broadcast order because it's Comrades in Arms. This is That's the episode coming up where Hawkeye and Margaret... Um, Are good buddies. Yes, that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> yes. Laura's making a gesture with her hands. Um, so, you know, it, it's an important episode because... Recently, on TV Land Awards, when Hawkeye or when uh, Mash got an award, they got as many of the cast as they could there. And what did Alan Alda do I with Loretta Swit? He dipped her and gave her a kiss. Oh, really? I wish and I that's, had seen that. That's from Goodbye, Farewell, and Amen. But that is set up by this upcoming two-part Sorry. episode. It sets their relationship for the rest of the series okay you know in a very concrete way i think and um it's important just to have those two together in my mind but anyway uh that's all we have for this week okay um if you are a long time listener thank you very much if this is your first episode thank you for tuning in if you want to support us the best thing you can do is to share our podcast or you know if you're listening to us on itunes go and give us a review because that helps other people find this podcast. If you're sharing this podcast, you can direct people to iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast application. Just have them search for Whiskey and Mash. Otherwise, direct them to narclaninc.com. That's N-A-R-C-L-A-N-I-N-C.com. Go to the podcast portion of the page. Go to Whiskey and Mash. And all of our MP3s are available on the website, either for download or streaming. And also on the website is a link off to our Facebook page and uh, a link to email us. So, you know, let us know that you're out there. Send an email, send a message on Facebook, and let us know. Okay, we'll yeah. see you yeah, next so in, week. Yeah, for another Have Whiskey and Mash. <laughs> Once again, this is where the outro goes, outro goes, outro goes. This is where the outro goes. I think it's fun that you're a singing person. I think it's fun that you're a singing person. <laughs> oh. We're catchy. Yeah. That was a horrible influence. Yay. Have a good week, everyone. Bye-bye.